Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, where performance is driven by original fundamental research on a global scale. This is Putnam Today. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. Supply Side Economics is back. The new GOP budget proposal seems to be based on the idea that less taxation will bring in lots more money. Today, we'll take a closer look at both sides of that ongoing debate. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Mass Mutual, offering retirement and 401k plans to businesses for more than 60 years. MassMutual.com slash RetireStrong. And by Microsoft, providing comprehensive business solutions for the cloud. You can learn more at Microsoft.com slash cloud. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Bob Moon in for Kai Ristall. Glad to have you join us this Wednesday, April 6th. Budget negotiations to avoid a government shutdown at midnight Friday remain stalemated for yet another day. President Obama warned today a shutdown would harm the economy's fragile recovery. Meanwhile, people are looking more closely at the longer-term roadmap for deficit reduction released yesterday by House Republicans. Our D.C. Bureau Chief John Dimsdale reports the Republican budget for 2012 includes some rather rosy economic assumptions. House Budget Committee Chairman Paul Ryan said it yesterday, and we played it. Here it is again. If you tax something more, you get less of it. If you tax something less, you get more of it. We don't want to tax jobs more. We want them to be taxed less so we can get more of them. Ryan's budget predicts less government spending and less taxation will drastically shrink unemployment, rejuvenate the housing market, and generate billions in extra government revenue. That forecast comes from the conservative Heritage Foundation, which adheres to Ronald Reagan's supply-side economics. Get the government out of the way, and the economy will flourish. I think it is an optimistic analysis of what is likely to happen. The Tax Policy Center's Howard Gleckman says less borrowing definitely helps the economy. As for smaller government... That's a much more theological question, and I don't think there's a clear answer to it. The Bush tax cuts in 2001 didn't generate the millions of new jobs supply-siders predicted, but liberal stimulus programs don't always work either. And the Urban Institute's Eugene Sturley says now is a dangerous time to experiment with either extreme, given huge deficits. Neither one is going to be able, I think, anymore to argue that just cutting taxes that raise deficits are good or that increasing spending and raising deficits is good. That's part of the reason we're in the trap we're in. He says the growing view here is that both higher taxes and smaller government will be needed to spring that trap. And that's just what the last few deficit review commissions have been saying. In Washington, I'm John Dimsdale for Marketplace. Back to the pressing matter of a government shutdown by week's end. That could coincide with Tax Day, which this year, for all you procrastinators, falls on Monday, April 18th. Now, in a shutdown, lots of federal workers get furloughed, and yes, that includes the IRS. As the budget stalemate continues, we wondered, is the tax man an essential employee? From Washington Marketplace's David Gura reports. Thomas Cook teaches tax law at Georgetown University. He says that if the government shuts down, so does the IRS. I will tell you, this couldn't happen at a worst possible time. Taxpayers routinely rely on the IRS to answer their questions and give them advice. Your ability to get some help, either on the telephone or in person face-to-face, will be seriously limited. And what about refunds? This morning, the White House said taxpayers who file forms electronically probably would get them on time. 
But what about everyone else? I would certainly not recommend preparing tax returns by hand. That's Patricia Thompson, a CPA in Providence, Rhode Island. She says the advantage to using e-file is it checks to make sure your social security number is right and your numbers add up. Electronic filing has become the new norm, according to the IRS. Almost 100 million taxpayers used e-file last year. And if there are any issues based on its internal checking, then it's going to be bounced and a notice will go out. Or it could even be rejected before it's accepted. Thomas Cook says the last few months have been frustrating.